Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, your definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Gays Revolting. Our Instagram name is now Gays Revolting Pod, by the way. Thanks to Mikey. <laughs> Thanks to Mikey's big old butt. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so we're back again for another episode, except we're missing one of our members because he's off celebrating his 60th in Bali. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thomas is not here tonight, but we are joined by Jared Bartle. He's running for the upcoming state election, as well as being a consultant and law lecturer. Welcome. Uh, Thank welcome. you for having me. It's Exciting. We also have our other regular guests. We have the star of Miss Congeniality 3, Mikey Bullock. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and we also have Luke, whose family tree is very likely a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was going to sandwich that in a compliment, but then that would also be in bread. <laughs> Hi, guys. Wow, Hi. Oh, right. and me, back from the dead, much like show, who I was yes. seeing last week in concert mm, and why I wasn't here. It's like a weird mid-season point in a TV series where the <laughs> cast keeps changing. Yes. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. I'm the hot young thing that we're bringing in to yeah. get extra. Yeah. 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 yeah, bring in the views. <laughs> we're, hoping, we're hoping no one notices that one... <laughs> yeah, it's just like a completely different... Like, Suddenly uh, someone's 20 years yeah. younger. <laughs> <laughs> How are we all going? How's our weeks yeah. been? Oh, super stressful and busy at work, but happy to be drinking with yeah. you. <laughs> We've been getting some great messages oh. about um, last week's episode as yes. well on yeah, mental we health, have. which was really great to hear. It was a really good and episode. I mean, I wasn't mm. in it, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was probably better. <laughs> so thank you everyone who like listened and, you know, sent us a message and anyone that got something from that episode. It was yeah. a really... Really big one to record. One. Yeah. And this one, we're going to be a bit lighter. Yes. We have a guest here to join us. So let's talk about death. Yes. <laughs> death and politics. <laughs> All right, so let's get to know a little bit more about Jared, who's joining us this week. And thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm enjoying the wine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you're actually running right now as a candidate for an upcoming Victorian state election for the Reason Party, which was formerly the Australian Sex Party, Mm -hmm. which sounds strange, but any Mm -hmm. international listeners, look it up. (laughs) Look up Fiona Patton. Every gay boy that I meet loves Fiona Patton. So if there's someone you're going to look up, look up Fiona Patton. It's not exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) There are um, some a lot of really important issues. They have meetings at Wet on Wellington. (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) Um, Part of your running is you said you want to be able to call out bullshit when you hear it. What are you there to call out? What do you see as the bullshit that um, is currently happening? So the main reason that I'm running, the thing that I care about the most is drug law reform. So the current way that we approach drug-related harms in this country in a lot of different places as well mm-hmm. is completely backwards. Uh, we criminalise the most vulnerable people in any mm. drug market. So users and people that possess are the people that are thrown in jail. I want to flip that up a little bit. There's a wonderful model overseas called the Portugal model. Yes, it is amazing. It is yeah. really, really great and is very, very evidence-based. And politicians are not picking up on that, that, mm. that there is this evidence-based approach to, to drugs and drug-related harms that can actually do a lot of good. Yeah. Meanwhile, 
all we have currently is politicians, you know, refusing to do mm. pill testing at festivals. Mm. The the Liberal Party this year wants to turn back the safe injecting room in Richmond. The, people are, are not approaching drugs the way that the evidence says that we should. And yeah. because I do this in my work, I kind of want to see that change. Not to sound ignorant, but what is, did you say, the Portugal? Portugal model, yeah. So, model. so the approach in Portugal is to essentially decriminalise possession and use of drugs. Okay, yeah. so it's to shift those resources that we currently use to throw people in jail mm. and put them towards harm reduction initiatives, such as pill testing, such as outreach services, things like that, mm-hmm. also to fund that money to treatment services. So if someone has a problematic relationship with drug use, in Portugal, they're put before a committee and they're then referred to health services in order to treat their addiction mm-hmm. rather than being thrown in jail, which only makes things worse. How is this somehow the episode Tom's not here for? <laughs> 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 I think it was really interesting when they sort of made that reform because they realised that they did have such a big problem in Portugal Mm. with drug use. It was just getting worse and worse and worse. And then they put the doctors in charge of the reform. And they were just like, what do you recommend? And they literally just put all of that in place. And it has completely 180 the entire country, which is, yeah. It's nearly two decades old, and they had one of the highest rates of heroin overdoses in the world, and that dropped dramatically once they decriminalised drugs. So that's one of the main things that that I'm standing for the Reason Party. It's the only party that I know that prioritises drug decriminalisation as one of its policies. I'm also standing up because this election is a terrible law and order election. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Not the the fun law and order. (laughs) <laughs> the, the throwing kids in jail version of Lauren <laughs> that I want to counter against because as someone who used to work as a criminal lawyer, there are better ways to reduce, reduce violence in the community than just throwing someone in prison. We know from evidence that that just makes people a lot worse. Look at me. Okay, so you're a consultant on government projects for departments. What made you think joining government rather than advising government would see better outcomes? So it's because politicians currently think that they can win on this idea of if we're tougher towards drug users, Mm, if we're tougher towards people who commit crimes, then that's the the biggest vote winner. Mm. I want to run as a candidate that actually is presenting an alternative perspective and is willing and is able to get the vote in to support that kind of progressive change. So I've written several reports recommending (laughs) the Portugal model that I know have been handed to ministers and then the minister's gone, well, that's not going to play with the general public and has just rejected it, even though that is what all the international evidence says that we should do. So something that's very near and dear to my heart. (laughs) (laughs) And your nose. (laughs) That's like come up in like conversation with every gay man and pretty much every gay person that I know is going to be affected by this. But where do you stand on the potential ammo ban? So, I'm very much against the ammo ban yes. on, on multiple <laughs> fronts. You have my vote. <laughs> Don't vote. So, in terms of, you know, aside from my candidacy, in terms of the community trying to mm-hmm. advocate against the ammo ban, we will know whether or not there's an ammo ban in November. Okay. If, okay. if there is an ammo ban in November, it will start coming into effect in February. So, what I would advocate everyone to do, not just to vote for me, yeah. but, <laughs> but to... <laughs> Maybe do that as well. But also, if a TGA makes a decision, it goes to the states to to start criminalising things. Each state can actually decide whether or not they impose criminal penalties for possession of ammo. So you should be writing to your local state MPs as well as your local federal MPs to say, this is going to affect me personally. Mm -hmm. This is going to be detrimental to the gay community. Please do not implement an ammo ban that's going to Mm criminalise the use of ammo. Totally. So, like, if we were to contact these people, like, who would our MPs be here in Melbourne? So, you would need to know um, your your current district or mm-hmm. your current electorate, and then you would find out on the Victorian Parliament website okay. who your local MP is, and you could have their email. I recommend emailing them, and I would also recommend calling local MP as well. Oh, okay. Ring, ring. Yes. <laughs> Get on the I, phone. <laughs> I want to ask, and obviously you don't have to answer this, but... <laughs> I'm a big Twitter user. I've seen a lot of gay men on either side of this argument. And mm. what is what is your opinion about the members of our community that say there are other things to care about than your silly ammo party drug? 
I think that that is a completely backwards way of thinking. When you have a policy that targets a drug that is overwhelmingly consumed by gay and bisexual men. Mm. So a third of gay and bisexual men would have consumed amyl in the last six months. Okay, You cannot call yourself a gay rights activist and support a ban that will criminalise something that a third of the community does. Great. I I feel the same way because amyl, for one, gives me a headache and two, kills my boner. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I yes. don't actually partake in it But when I heard of this news Actually through mm. the show I realised that this is a, another example Of the powers that be, so to speak Targeting our community in a very specific yeah. way or, or just not consulting So this is one yeah, of the biggest yeah. things Is that there's this huge regulatory body That is meant to be in charge Of all medicines that happen in the community And they obviously just have not thought this through mm. That rescheduling something in such a way So that it would actually be a criminal offence For guys to possess amyl at clubs or anything like that 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 is not something that would be viewed as a targeted assault on the gay community yeah Yeah. it's it's ridiculous and we should fight against it following on from that like i have always been a big advocate for decriminalizing the use of cannabis for medicinal reasons for recreational reasons like i've used it through my life many different reasons and like i know a lot of people who use it medicinally we have close friends that have crohn's disease and like cancers and everything and it just eases all their ailments so you support the legalization of cannabis yes do you think in australia we'll inevitably follow the footsteps of the united states in decriminalizing it so we need to be important about a distinction here so there's there's decriminalization then there's legalization so i think decriminalization we will have within the next five years in all states in Mm -hmm. australia Mm -hmm. as in i think that that is a likely thing that's going to occur so cannabis is currently partially decriminalized in the act in south australia and in the northern territory Mm -hmm. for small quantities for possession and use I think I'd represent uh, <laughs> looks very smiley over there for small quantities small I don't I don't trust you to only consume small quantities he has a, he has a fake leg <laughs> um, so there's clearly movement there and I, I recently mm. wrote a piece for the, the conversation which was looking at public attitudes to decriminalisation the overwhelming majority of Australians are in favour of decriminalising cannabis yeah. okay mm. so, so that model I think will be here very very soon legalisation's a bit different legalization is removing criminal offenses to do with sales it's actually turning it into a private retail product product that can be sold i'm in favor of that because a lot of people consume cannabis in australia and all of those profits are currently going to organized crime that's it i think legalization would actually put that in hands of legitimate businesses and take away a good revenue source for for organized crime i think we can get there soon my estimate is 10 to 15 years before legalization is reality in australia but it is reason party policy and it's something I'm advocating for. Yeah, absolutely. Legalization would be amazing because like a lot of people that are outsourcing it from all of these other places, they're not knowing what they're actually getting. Mm. And like especially if you're looking for something specific as well, like you're sort of just like, oh, it's let's just see, let's roll the dice. Mm. Like <laughs> And there's different strains and we can learn a lot of lessons from the legalization models in mm. the US. So there was an issue in Colorado when they first legalized in that there was no regulations on potency. Oh. Um, Uh, And there was an increase in emergency room visits because people were used to this terrible low quantity THC weed that they were smoking, Mm. suddenly were consuming really high strength stuff and then ending up in emergency rooms, (laughs) paranoid. So clearly the model of legalization that I would support would be a regulated model that would Mm. take into account all the lessons that we've learned overseas. When I was a child... I would sneak out of bed to watch two things <laughs> over my parents' shoulders. One was whenever they televised Kylie concerts, <laughs> because I knew that naked men would be dancing. Oh. <laughs> and the other one was The X-Files. Oh, that oh. music was haunting. Because I fucking <laughs> loved it. Yeah. I would sneak out and watch The X-Files and then went back to bed one night after watching it and was in my bottom bunk you know, no pun intended. Because that's you belong. And was absolutely freaked out. And I was looking out my, like, bedroom window and I saw, like, these (gasps) rotating lights, like, beams of lights coming from the backyard. And I absolutely freaked out. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And they gradually got, like, closer and closer to my bedroom window. And I was probably about maybe eight years old at the time. They're just like, aliens are here to take me. Yeah, finally. (laughs) that meme when he's just like, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's crazy Probe me, daddy. Yes. Probe me. Wow. And 
they got so close that it was blinding me. It was mm. right up against my bedroom window, and then there was a banging, and I realized whatever this light is, whatever this X Files alien is, yeah. they're banging on my window. Oh my god! And so I just kind of screamed, and then the response was like, <laughs> "Who's there?" And I went and screamed. My parents yeah. got up, and it turned out that it was the police, and they were actually raiding my brother's <gasps> backyard because oh, he was living in our goodness. backyard and had grown oh over god. the like minimal amount. I thought that story back. was going to be that your yeah. parents had drugged you and you were oh ultra gosh, paranoid. Like, oh, tripping out. <laughs> no, that's a different story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> different. Different I wasn't sure where we were going. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Adelaide oh and marijuana. Um, <laughs> yeah, Adelaide. It's a lot of stories there. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so I, I actually wanted to ask you this because I saw this in the newspaper while I was grabbing a coffee mm. and it made me really upset. There are potential changes or changes being proposed to what we call the Religious Freedom Act, which would make it easier for organized religions to discriminate against LGBT members of the community. For people that aren't aware, could you let our listeners know a bit of what's going on right now? And I think we can guess where you stand on the issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not, not, yeah, look. As a, as a pious Christian man, yeah. <laughs> um, no. So so there's been a lot of confusion, and actually there's been a lot of incorrect media reports lately in terms. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, in terms of the Ruddock reviews, mm. we don't have the full report yet. There, there is a report that is being conducted at a federal level on quote unquote religious freedom, and they've been misreported actually. So there is this perception that there is this new law that will actually allow religious schools to discriminate against gay teachers and gay yes. students. Yeah, but it's not a new law. That law has been around for a very, very long time. It's only that this review has highlighted that law. So at a federal level and at a Victorian level, it has been the case for several years now that religious schools can fire teachers for being gay and can kick out students for being gay. Um, They don't specifically mention trans issues in terms of how I've seen this being implemented, but it Mm -hmm. would be the case as well because the exception to the anti-discrimination law is if you can justify an exception to current anti-discrimination law on the basis of your religious organization and preserving the values of your religious organization. This is one of the big things that I care very deeply about in that I do not think that religious organizations should get special exemptions to things like anti-discrimination law. And they should also not get special exemptions in terms of taxation law as well. (laughs) So uh, one of the the classic things in terms of taxation law is Mm. sanitarium. You know, they make breakfast cereals and things like that. They don't pay company tax (laughs) because they're run by a religious organization. And they pay... Do they make up and go? Oh, they might. They might. They make... I have one like every morning. (laughs) Fuck, well, not anymore. (laughs) They make... Yeah, the the religious organization that has claimed tax-free status for the operation of their business what? because of religious tax exempt status. So there are, there's several cases of things like this where mm. religious organizations have been able to get institutionalized privileges mm. at both a federal and a state level. And it's one of the things that Reason has always been very strongly against. I've never really understood why, you know, my deeply held beliefs and philosophies and things like that even though they're not religious, don't get the same standing as a religious organization. So if I wanted to open, you know, Jared's Academy for Nihilism and Debauchery, Mm -hmm. for example. Sounds great. It sounds amazing. (laughs) Uh, Why can't I, you know, be exempt from the anti-discrimination law? Why can't I get tax-exempt status, even though that they are, you know, personally held views that I have? And it's this weird historical thing that we have in our law where religion is given exemptions to Mm. laws that apply to everyone else. So basically you're saying is these headlines that we're seeing the one i saw was like schools can kick out gay students yeah yeah basically what you're saying they already can yeah yes they could for many many years prior to now and look to the i can't believe i'm saying this but to to the defense of religious schools and things like that quote right there (laughs) (laughs) um there there haven't been many high profile cases and that may be one of the main reasons that not a lot of people seem to know about this and the reason that the recent leak has spurred such controversy even though it isn't necessarily a change in the law 
<laughs> okay, now, Jared, you use the hashtag bottoms for Bartle in your campaign. Do you feel like tops are more likely to align their political views elsewhere? Why do you hate tops? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just because Kyle's a top. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Look, if I can feel, if I can come up with a good alliteration that I can turn into a hashtag, uh, yes, uh, there will be a top hashtag. I'll think of one. Hashtag okay, get on top, Jared. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to my political candidacy, I'm very versatile. Is all yeah. I'll say. Oh. <laughs> what about <laughs> tops? Tops for triumph. You can't join my campaign. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have broad appeal amongst like a very small minority yeah. <laughs> already. I don't want to yeah. alienate that further. It's like small. Start up small. Hashtag no tops in my campaign. <laughs> no tops in my campaign. If you get the ammo ban, you've got the Turf bottom. Turf the tops. Turf the tops. <laughs> So I'm not sure if your guys' Instagrams have been blowing up, but Mindshow has regarding this whole Taylor Swift finally renouncing her long-held political neutrality and yeah. like getting into the US midterm elections. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So she's urged 112 million Instagram followers to vote for Democrats in her Woo! home state. In, yeah, <laughs> in her home state of Tennessee. Yeah. A lot of people have supported this. A lot of people have questioned if she's like really being genuine with it because she's stayed quiet yeah, on yeah. so many topics for so long. Because of the snake emoji. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah, like, she's also always been kind of really considered, like, a kind of poster girl for the alt-rights being the blonde kind of southern girl she is, country singer. She's very Aryan. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, very Aryan. So, a lot of people are upset about that. Yeah, what are your guys' take on Taylor? Like, I mean, I like her. I'm not a big Taylor fan. I'm going to be real right now. Like, her music, eh, some songs, total bangers, love it, great, whatever. Uh But then, like, when she's stepped forward into the political scene, I was just like, okay, I like you now. Oh, really? All right. All right. Right, okay. I like what you're standing for because I've never liked you before. (laughs) I I think this is going to backfire, though. Yeah. As in, so there's this big issue with US politics with these kind of like swing voters, right? Yeah. And one of the things that they've always identified that these swing voters hate is celebrities telling them who to vote for. (laughs) So they were all the ones that were coming out for Hillary uh, in the 2016 election. And they think that Mm. it might have been a thing of this celebrities actually hurt their campaign. So I don't know. So I know that they have been an increase in youth enrollments. Yes, it's 65,000. So that's pretty significant. And that's going to swing to the Democrats. If you vote anyway on the basis of a celebrity endorsing a candidate, (laughs) I'm gonna judge you okay (laughs) look look what the candidates policies are first and then vote for them but what about if that celebrity was Tilda Swinton (laughs) I'm a fan I mean (laughs) she might she might have horrible alt-right views you don't know she absolutely doesn't and you know does anyone anyone know for sure what Tilda Swinton's political views are I I just hope and pray she's terrifying I I like Tilda but like terrifying people look at my exes (laughs) Um, we see it all the time is these Mm. people come in and they see they see that we're minorities and they see Mm. these opportunities and it just reeks of that there are people out there saying this is probably a bit too late for you, Taylor. Yeah, to a lot throw of people your hat in the that. ring. Yeah, yeah, she's and been it, so quiet for so long. Who do you think is like a good example Tilda of a Swinton? I was going to say of a celebrity that that supports like gay rights and LGBT rights and stuff like that. Who is who is who is doing it right then? Gaga. Yeah, is, is Gaga doing Gaga's right? Doing great. I think she's doing great. But job. she could equally, I reckon, to have used the image of being mm. this like political supporter to her own financial advantage. Yeah, I mean, if they're using their powers for good, I'm supporting it. Like, can I read you a bit of what she's actually said from her post? She says, "I believe in the fight for LGBTQ rights. Um, that any form of discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender is wrong. I cannot vote for someone who will not be willing to fight for dignity for all Americans, no matter their skin color, gender, or who they love." But do you know how many opportunities she's had to she's say had something like, like this? Better like, late than never kind of thing? Uh, no, <laughs> no. I, we've talked about it before that I have yes. two <laughs> high standards yes, you do. for everybody in yeah. existence. Yeah. But it is way too late. Yeah. And especially for that younger generation that adore and follow this yeah. artist. Yeah. They adore her and and they really do appreciate everything she said yeah and they are the next generation of people coming through yeah it sort of comes back to the whole like plebiscite in australia yeah. where it was people just like oh i'm not voting either way and it's just like yeah you're still on like the wrong side of things until yeah, the last totally. minute oh you know when you, they're just like those, oh, 
Well, yeah, I'm going to vote are yes you, now. Are, like... you, are you putting too much expectations, though, on an entertainer? I mean, I that's put... her role is to entertain. She's not a yeah, political... Yeah, like, from a business standpoint, I think it's smart, like, that she hasn't said anything or anything. Her, well, like, that's the Her thing. biggest, like, target audience or whatever is, like, the southern kind of country people or whatever. And so, which like, is... would she want to fuck that up? And 13-year-old then... girls. Yeah. Which is why I think you can also hit Lady Gaga. I'm going to insult yeah. Lady Gaga. This is not good <laughs> my campaign. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, good luck. No. Uh, uh, well, delivering crap music in gay bars since, oh, like, 20 years. Oh, okay. You made uh, an enemy tonight. <laughs> I know how I'm voting. Um... I often see celebrities be political, but be political in this really... Safe way? Very safe. That's exactly what I mean. A very safe way that I wonder is like, is this part of your brand? Like, has a PR person Mm. told you to say this in a particular way? Absolutely. Look, the youth are the people that require options and opinions and need to be informed that there's more than one way of thinking and taylor swift has been prodded and poked Mm. about her authenticity so many times in regards to a number of things yeah for this to come out now is Mm. just way 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 too Mm. late and way too manufactured at the same time, though, she increased the youth vote well, by a substantial yeah, amount. Yeah. So she clearly has influence. And yeah. so maybe maybe if you do have influence, maybe yeah. that comes with a responsibility. I, don't I know. think it does, because it's this weird thing, even with this show, mm. as our listener base increases and more people are tuning in to listen to us talk, you start to feel some responsibility, at least, to be aware of issues that are happening. Celebrities being involved in politics can get messy, but I think you don't need to be super in it. Just have a political view. Just be like, yep. But don't I, act I like support Democrats. Like yeah, Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, I'm not about that. Like, mm. let's just like, cool. I support Democrats. I support LGBT rights. That's it. JB and I actually have a really good lip sync video to um, Bad Blood. I do, <laughs> and that is probably the only thing I'll see. The sing only about. the only Taylor Swift song that I could remember when I knew I was coming to this podcast was "Is it Shake It Off?" Shake It Off. <laughs> that was the only. Yeah. Bad is that ages shake ago or is that like fairly? It's a while. It's it's a while. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have the best lip sync video because we somehow convinced our friend to hide yeah. behind us oh my god for like three quarters of the song until the hey in the chorus oh <laughs> she pops up and it is one of my favorite videos of all time so thank you taylor for that that's and good you can take your sentiment in. Is, would, would jb be willing to let you post it in the facebook group Absolutely, he loves yes. it. He loves it. I want to see this. Yeah, <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We have another fan-suggested topic for us to talk about. And when I saw it, I completely misinterpreted it, as per (laughs) usual. Um, Because someone wants us to talk about the modern sort of romantic occurrence (laughs) called ghosting. And I actually prepared a very in-depth story. (laughs) I did not a haiku. (laughs) About one of the best um, relationships I've ever had. Oh, my God. Which was with someone on Grindr who was using River Phoenix's profile picture. Who's River Phoenix? Kyle. You don't know who River Phoenix is. Who that? The hottest man to have ever died. Oh, private Idaho. So, I actually thought I was having about a three-week relationship. With with the the, dead person. With the spirit of River Phoenix. Did you make make pottery with them? (laughs) 
Yeah, very, <laughs> it's very Halloween themed. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I like it. Oh, well, basically, you just there. kept asking me if I'd been to the gym and if I wanted a blowjob. Um, oh, okay. So after about three weeks, I realized that was a grinder bot just using. Oh. Wait, what River. was their name? I want to Google. <laughs> River Phoenix. River. Joaquin Phoenix's brother. Oh, I know Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, this was the more famous Phoenix for a very long time until he like took over. <laughs> oh the yeah, whole thing I have no idea who this is, but okay. <laughs> but that led me to realize that ghosting is another thing which yeah. has also happened a lot to me in my life and is becoming more and more common as dating and our relationships move into the online sphere yeah. which is our kind of world now and it's also become acceptable in a way just not to show up to something or yeah. to leave someone on red yeah, yeah i think is what you call it you just wait is that a thing that that's on grinder now right you can leave people in red uh, i think you can like see isn't it like people... won't it say red Wasn't yeah, that a yeah. Thing? yeah 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 do you have to pay for that you have to pay to let people know that that like left right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, I've seen like, it. I'm not interested. It's a no from me. <laughs> so, uh, I want to know what we're talking about here. Because yeah. there's, there's different not levels. Ghosts. Well, not ghosts. Not ghosts. Not, Which ooh. look? Um, not, not Whoopi Goldberg in ghosts. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because there's different levels of ghosting, right? So, like, there's someone sends you, you have a brief conversation on some yeah. app, and then you don't respond, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Fine. I don't think that's ghost. That's not that's ghost. Just, that's just rejection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is ghosting literally you've organized a date and then you don't show up? I, I, I have like two different types of ghosting. One yeah. is they just don't show up to something. Yeah. Or you have like very clear plans yeah. to meet with someone and they either delay until affinity when yeah. you become yeah. a like ghost. Like a catfish probably. Or okay. Or die. Or you meet with someone, you sleep with them, or you All just right. have a generally date. Yeah. I don't know how yeah, people yeah. do it. Um, <laughs> and then you never hear from them again. again. I feel yeah. like ghosting, like you would have to have like some kind of established connection already and then disappear for it to be ghosting. If they just don't turn up for your first date, you're just being stood up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, I, I actually just remembered a story that doesn't include an actual ghost. Doesn't doesn't. I saw a guy for about three weeks Mm -hmm. who was amazing and would drive me to work in the morning. Is that your longest relationship? And he had a yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he had a very nice car and he would let me listen to Charlie XEX when he dropped me off. And then we had a dinner where he told me that he was moving to Sydney for work. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like the end of the relationship. And then I went through that classic gay thing of like getting off Grinder for a bit and then yeah. you re-download and you can't remember your password. <laughs> so you just start a Sunday new account. Grindr, you <laughs> lost all messages. Like, yeah. like I'm fresh meat again, guys. Yeah, lost all messages. And yeah. you have access to all the people that have blocked you yes. <laughs> because oh. it's a different account. Yeah, wow. And I realized that this guy never moved to Sydney. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> so, oh. There's actually still just in Melbourne. Our That's really stupid of him to say, though. I mean, obviously, you're going to... Oh, but you were blocked. Yeah. Wait, how, how how young are we talking? At what age was all of this happening? Last week. Last <laughs> <night>. <laughs> so, not young at all. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I I think I was like a ghost-ter, sort of thing. Yeah, ghost-y. I think... A ghostie. Ghostie, ghost-y whatever, as in the person doing it. What if you're a ghostie and you have a goatee? Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> a ghostie goatee. Sometimes I hate you so much. <laughs> I just hate you all the time. Because <laughs> I, I think I did ghost people a lot when I was in my early 20s because I didn't know how to do the thing where you'd hooked up with a guy and then the next day you were like really didn't enjoy that Mm. and then they text you and then I never really knew how to respond now as a mature adult Mm -hmm. I would just be like sorry was not really interested blah 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 blah. but when I was younger I feel like that was the way that I thought I was sparing their feelings Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah. but it doesn't though it makes it's so much easier now you get to a point and you just gotta realize that the conversation sucks but it saves you so much fucking hassle if you just tell someone up front and you're like look this isn't gonna work like Mm. just like cut it then you really save both of you so much drama instead of just stringing someone along because like I've done that in the past I've had to ghost people because they just weren't getting the picture and you're like too nice and you're just like no like you just got to be brutal sometimes i've known i've yeah. known friends to continue the conversation because they're like oh but we can just make it a friend thing and it was like it's no, like a you're- friend nah. sex thing or no well not a- even a friend <laughs> sex thing like as in just you send mixed signals when yeah, you, you keep yeah, things yeah, going yeah, you should yeah. either cut, cut it, it off cut it and, and let them know yeah. and not just stop messaging i yeah. felt really mature before my last relationship because it was always through grind because that's the only way <laughs> people there yeah. are other apps 
Yeah, I, I just I don't <laughs> yeah. do well with change. And I, okay. Like, uh, <laughs> Stick a, to what you know. Yeah, I'm a slow learner. But I felt really mature because I'd met someone and had like a great first and second date. And I decided to go back into the app and scroll through maybe like the six most recent people who were like mid-conversation and send a message saying, hi, it's been really great chatting to you. I think I've found someone. Just wanted to let you know I'm oh. going to be off the app in a couple of weeks. That's oh. really nice. And in a couple of weeks. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, well, I'm it wasn't realistic, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Before you lock anything in, you've yeah. got to play like, the probably, field. Probably, I give or take. <laughs> I got some people to get through. Open. <laughs> but I thought I, was, I, I thought I was being really mature and respectful <laughs> in that space, whereas I think... The common acceptable behavior is just you delete the app and those people just oh, yeah, disappear yeah. from your life. I've had experiences where I have either hooked up with someone or someone's given me their number and then I've they've tried to organize a date and I've said, oh, sorry, I'm not that interested. Oh. But then they've been vicious back. No, people- oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. cannot take rejection. No. <laughs> no. So, so I can kind of almost <laughs> sympathize with people who goes because it's a lot yeah. less hassle yeah. than oh. if someone has a bad reaction. Yeah. So there was this one guy. Okay. Yes. So prior to me being with my partner Josh now, we chatted a couple of times. He seemed really lovely, like a photography dude. And I was just like, yeah, sweet. And it was like, can I take photos of you? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like, who cares? And then all of a sudden did like a 180 on me and like started going at me. I was just like, cool, I'm not into this. So. What do you mean going at you? Like hurling abuse at me all of a sudden. Oh, he put yeah. you on blast. Like, and I was just like, whoa, like what People the fuck? And then I was just like, yeah. block. And gave them And then number. he created a new account. Oh, and started no. chatting to me again with a yeah. blank profile and I was yeah, just like oh, okay and then started again with the abuse no. and I was just like is this blah 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 and they're just like yes and I was yeah. like oh my god this Ooh. went on for like two months security like it was a long time and I was just like I don't know what to do and That's... so I just completely stopped using it altogether and then created a new account when I decided oh. to get back into it and he found me again they and I was just you. like oh my god what is going on here there's a certain point where this actually gets into kind of stalkery territory right yeah, yeah totally like, it sucks if you get rejected. No one enjoys no, that. No. But at the same time, yeah. that's life, yeah. really. Some I mean, of us see, the other- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my old, I guess, alternative would be, like, instead of ghosting, it would be, like, the peter out. So, like, you'd change plans last minute. You'd I really want more. You'd really want to, like, show them you're unreliable, no. change plans to, like, a Wednesday instead of a Saturday, and yeah. then, like, things would just eventually peter that's out. That's shitty, Carl. Yeah, it's shitty. Hey, I've grown <laughs> as a person. Hey, I'm with someone now. Like, I've changed. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have a better option. I'm just <laughs> saying. But no, I've done what you've done with like the whole like message someone and tell them. Because like when I yeah. got with Josh before we'd made it official, there was this one other person that we'd been chatting and like we'd slept together, but he had left the country mm. and we were still chatting and like we we're like, oh yeah, let's catch up when you get back. Da, 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 da. And it was the week of him coming back. Josh and I made things official, oh. and it's just like I'm so excited to see you. And You're I like, sort of Ooh. just like <laughs> I didn't read the message. For like a couple of days, because I was just like, oh, I don't know how to so break I'm at this your front to you. Door. <laughs> yeah, well, like I was like, I don't know how to break this to you. And then like I spoke to a friend about it, and they're just like, just tell him. Yeah, like, you, you're better off just telling him because then he doesn't come home and he's like heartbroken. And I was like, okay. And I messaged him and I was like, look, this is the situation. I'm really yeah. sorry. And he was just like, thank you so much for telling me okay. because I've had too many times where this has happened and the person just completely ignored me. Absolutely. I would rather you tell me and like we can like still be friends and stuff. And I was just like, okay, I did the right thing. Yeah. I did the adult thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's also it's nice like, when it works. It yeah. goes both ways though in terms of expectations. If you like hook up with someone once, that doesn't mean you're going to spend the rest of your life with that uh, person. Every gay person. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> like we're married now. <laughs> yeah. No, that's lesbians. <laughs> but like I don't know. There's not to blame the victim mm. in this situation, but like. I do think that people need to be honest about, you know, just because you hook up with someone once doesn't mean there's an expectation that's going to go on forever. I feel like gay men are generally more realistic about sex as a separation from relationships. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I think we even spoke about it last week about the uniqueness of LGBT and queer culture and that we can have sex with people yeah. and intimate relationships and then find a friendship instead and that there are so many groups of gay men that have had sex with each other and it's just a thing that happened yeah. and there's I try to keep that in my head whenever I'm on those apps and and sending messages like hey I found someone so it's moving into a relationship mm. space I feel like that's a good 
direction for us to move in as people because we seem to be the community that is the most kind of conscious of the separation between what physical relationship is. Some uh, Jared is looking at me like I'm no, so 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 but, younger me would have disagreed with you, but older me agrees with you. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I don't know how generalizable that is as a concept. That idea of separating sex and relationships, because obviously we're all very diverse yeah. as a community and everything like that. But um, yeah, I think people often make that mistake of confusing what one person perceives as a hookup mm-hmm. as the mm-hmm. first step into something more. Oh, yeah. But I, I I think sending those messages saying, I'm out of this potential relationship position, but I'm still available as friendship. I, I don't know. I, I 100% agree with you. In my 20s, if, mm. if you put it in me, we would... <laughs> Yeah. We were it for life. Yeah. <laughs> and fuck friendship bracelets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no, that, fuck them. That's, <laughs> that's a lesson I had to learn. And then as I became more involved in the gay community, I, I saw it reflected in other people's relationships. And it's funny that, once again, Tom's not here this week because <laughs> this is absolutely something Tom would chip in on and, and mm. say that that is his friendship circle is people that's that it. have had, had sex with each other and yeah. have become friends. And, and it's also something that I feel... I'm using the word I feel, feel <laughs> is unique to the LGBT experience. It doesn't yeah. happen as yeah. often, and it's something we should be proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think straight and, straight relationships, like heterosexual relationships, have a lot more rules in yeah. terms of etiquettes with dating and things like that yeah. that yeah. I don't think should be imposed. Absolutely. So yeah. let's set some rules around ghosting. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes me think that maybe it's like Save a mutual it. obligation that you need to have like an expectation of what it's going to be. Yeah. And maybe you also just need to like message back and say, not interested. So as none of anybody knows, really, because I don't know why I would tell anyone this, but I'm going <laughs> to tell all of you now. My partner and I, Josh, we are both versatile. And the other night in bed, we were just chatting about different sex positions we like and like what position we like it in. And mm-hmm. so I, it came down to, so when he bottoms, mm-hmm. like it's missionary. And I love that. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes, face to face. Let's make out. <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> He really likes doggy, where I was just like, I don't like either of those. That's not my thing at all. So, like, if I top, I like being missionary, like, whatever. Like, I'm accommodating to the bottom. Like, let's do it. But when I bottom, I'm on top. That's it. I'm the one in control. So, is that, like, power bottom? Like, because you're in control? I just like to control the pace. Like, I like to control the whole situation. Mm. And I just find it, like, a lot more comfortable as well. What are you you into? What have you tried? Anything new? In in terms of sex positions, I kind of knew this topic may come up today and so <laughs> I, I, I i did have i it's did have right. a gentleman friend was, that was meant to come around last night mm. who did he ghost you you said met. he did he did he cancelled <gasps> oh. on me at the last minute so my original plan was to try out all the most freaky weird sexual wow. positions okay yeah that i could think of like whipping out the and with, this <laughs> with this person and then give a review so if you're listening and you probably are listening because he you likes the show <laughs> like, this is what you missed out on oh, yeah. that we you were going to do very <laughs> Freaky sexual positions, and wow. I was going to review that. So oh I just God. wanted oh. to say, <laughs> can oh. we, what, what are the what are the <laughs> positions we're going to try? So, so yeah. there was an interesting list that I <laughs> I don't list. know what website it was on, but there was some. Okay, so I can't remember the names of it. They were all about yeah. kind of like so. This thing with like gay sex positions, they want to name them after like manly animals. Okay, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's like the bull position. Yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> oh. like, all these different kind of levels of very like masculine sounding things. Mm. To be honest, the vast majority of them, I was like, I'm turning 30 this year. Yeah. I have lower back problems. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do. <laughs> Hashtag bottoms for bottle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hashtag flexible bottoms for wow. bottle, really. <laughs> Lots of things were like lying with like your legs in the air and then he mm, like pushes Jesus. his dick downwards into you. Oh, okay. I've yeah. never understood that I think one. I've yeah. seen it in porn, but yeah. I don't know if it would feel good. Yeah, I feel like yeah. a lot of porn is like not as good as they're making it out to be. No. <laughs> no. Well, it's all for the visual <laughs> yeah. is what yeah, you're yeah. kind of after. Controversial statement, and I was thinking about this. <laughs> I don't think the position matters all that much. Because no. I was thinking of sex positions with like positions that I've really enjoyed and like with some people I've enjoyed those positions and some people I haven't enjoyed
enjoy those positions. Oh, and depends. I think. I, do you yeah. think it's the shape of their dick? Ooh, maybe. Ooh. I was thinking it was more to do with like the rhythm or the passion. Mm. Like, I think I've, I've ranked up enough numbers that it's like statistically significant that I yeah. can actually say that. <laughs> <laughs> that like that maybe position doesn't matter. Maybe okay. a whole bunch of other things actually matter more. For me, being shaped like a Picasso painting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have a preference for sexual positions because as long as you can find the hole, any hole, any holes I'm pretty happy. I do find some of the ones that I see in porn, specifically that bull one mm. where someone's upside are, down. Oh, is, is that what that's called? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I get it because the legs look like bull horns. Is that I right? just there's another really one called get. the crab where like it's like cross leg and then yeah. you put that cross leg. What? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Crouching tiger. It's all <laughs> too elaborate. Again, yeah. I'm, I'm turning thirty, guys. Oh. I just I can't be bothered. JB and I invented one. <laughs> Wait, together? <Huh? laughs> JB, your straight friend. We have Snow Day, which I think no, we yes. already yes. talked about Snow on this show. Yeah. Unfortunately. But we have another game, which we call Cocoon. We're oh, playing no. Cocoon. And it's actually very sexy. You put on every single piece of clothing that you own over the top of one another until you form <gasps> a cocoon of clothing. Okay. And then your partner removes them one by one by one <laughs> Wait, by so one you're like, by one. You have like a million like jumpers on. Yes. I'm just picturing, like, Joey from Friends when he's, like, wearing all the clothes. Is this, like, a fetish thing? Or is it, like, like, is it about the removal of clothing? Also, like, when you get the anticipation of, like, like the removal. running around, like... You can get at least, like, five anxiety. I feel, like, claustrophobic. Because then they take off a sweater and you're like, oh, Well, like, they have to, like... (laughs) (laughs) They have to get the emergency team to, like, cut it off. They take off another one and then eventually you're naked. This is a complete tangent, but has anyone seen those, like... Vacuum latex things that people oh, have for fetish things. Is that like oh, a, gi- yeah. a gimp suit? No. Yeah, so yeah. they put no, them no, in American and then they get a vacuum, <laughs> yeah. and oh, so nah. it's like vacuum sealed all Ew. over their body. Oh. So, As in, I'm similar to you in that that would be incredibly claustrophobic. Yeah, no, but I But like, do some it. people love that like, like layering. Levity, I think like, this yeah. is a kink for you, and you should explore it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that is the final fidgety. <laughs> final stage of the cocoon. If that's the final stage of the cocoon, yeah, it's like instead of a butterfly coming out, a gimp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gimp is your final form (laughs) But that's the thing This whole sex positions thing Is like a straight boy thing because they think oh, that like 100%. they think that like women are like oh, robots and you yeah. need to like find the right combination yeah. to get them off. <laughs> like I kind of like beep, boop, you kind of figure it yeah. out. Yeah, I think yeah. It, not to make it serious. I hate mm. when I do this every oh, episode. So, so do we. <laughs> <laughs> so do our listeners. Yeah, but it really this whole like obsession with sex positions and whatever I yeah. think stems from porn culture, yeah. which. Uh, you hear predominantly from heterosexual men. Sex for me is not three different positions with some costume changes oh and maybe <laughs> you yeah. know, like a change in scenery. <laughs> and, uh, I wouldn't call it porn culture as someone who advises porn <laughs> producers, but oh, yeah. like, but it's this idea of this like mechanical idea yeah. of sex. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, it's this idea of you know overproduced. I, yeah, if yeah. I if I hit all the right buttons and I tick off all the right boxes, then she'll orgasm. Yeah. I, think I it's did a very, it right. Like, it's no. a very straight guy. And and a gay guy, like and I've seen gay guys who have this this mindset of step one, step two, step three idea of, yeah. of having sex. Or like they've printed out the dialogue from a Sean Cody scene. <laughs> oh yes. my God. Oh, yeah. think, it I know we've his... spoken about it before, but like OnlyFans and stuff, do you think that's why that's becoming so popular? Because it's like more organic maybe than like stage porn and everything? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think reality porn is more appealing than like that it's whole like stage rising. stuff. Like I'd Instead rather watch like, amateur oh, porn. Oh, thank God the plumber arrived. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? There's been, there's been increased traffic as well to these like blooper reels for pornography. Uh, like funny really porn? Big, yeah. It's oh like a God. thing as well that's that's like suddenly yeah. increasing in traffic because people yeah. like breaking the facade. I, I'm really shy like yeah. in talking about publicly. Top five sexual I open eyes closed. I <laughs> open eyes closed. <laughs> so spill the beans, Kyle. Yeah. No, no I, I'm too awkward to talk about. I'll comment on I just, I just imagine yeah. like it's just it's really lovely like positions with you and Duncan. And, like, it's, it's under like the a vanity sheets, fair like photo And it's just like <laughs> Really in love. Rose, like, oh, rose yeah. petals coming from the ceiling. It's not on Alyssa's rose petals. <laughs> Travel sex is great. I'll say that. 
Really? Standing I up. Hate shower sex. sex. It's like the biggest because nah, everything's like just it's nah. like hot and steamy. And I like, like shower foreplay. Like, yes. Shower yes. foreplay is good. I want to lie down. Like oh, yeah. I'm not standing up and doing this. Yeah, a bed. Like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, actually, I will chip that in any position yeah. where I get to lay down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. hey, I'm just gonna, like we're all lazy here. Like, candy crush while like no, you no, just no. you do your thing. Like, yeah, my <laughs> lower back really. I just. <laughs> All right, what an episode! We got politics, we got sex, we got yeah. Taylor Swift. I'm not <laughs> what more do the gays want? Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to thank everyone for tuning in again. Yeah. Yes, especially thank you to Jared for joining us. Yes, thank you. Um, Great to be here. Jared. You've actually contributed such a unique perspective as an adult yeah. male. <laughs> With I'm the mature one in the room. Yeah, okay, somehow. Okay. Yeah. So thank you very like much. And um, thank you. <laughs> thank you to everyone that follows us and has been um, sending us messages and, yeah. and sharing right. sharing our oh, new Instagram. Getting the nicest messages. Love yeah. All so thank you. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. You know the drill. We've been receiving some lovely reviews. Yeah. I'm going to read one for you because yeah. it was just oh. my heart. <laughs> uh, Lee SW Six said, this is one of those podcasts that hits all the right notes. Great chemistry between the guys, both informative and hilarious, and produced well. No lulls or poor quality audio. Yeah. <laughs> I look, hey, thanks, Dan. <laughs> um, I look forward to the new episodes each week. Love hearing the different perspectives on important issues and the trashy local Melbourne talk, too. Ah. Yep. Um, yeah, thanks, Lee. People yes, need to I know, whenever that. we get a review, we actually send them to each other and then cry for about yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, like, all the emotions. <laughs> Send us all the stuff. That's it. And guys, as always, don't forget to follow us on all of our socials. Join our Facebook group at Gays Revolting. We post lots of cool stuff. Hopefully, we'll see JB and Luke's um, beautiful video. We're getting a pretty cool like community. (laughs) Like it's really going. Like people like chatting. It's really good. And yeah, and don't forget on Instagram as well at Gays Revolting Pod. Yes. And um, we'll see Tom back next week. week. Happy birthday, Tom! By the way. We love you. Happy birthday from Bali. Yes. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. 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 (laughs) That was fun. Oh, good. That was awesome. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.